Yeah. yeah. All right. How about that song, guys? That was great. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Here, you sit there. There we go. Yeah, you sit in the middle. Okay, yeah. Oh. All right. Oh, there's too much energy right now, guys. KSW, baby. Oh, dude. Oh, you got to in my everyday life. Yeah. Got to be honest with you guys. Uh, ever since we landed, got up that plane, just it's been <laughs> KSW all the way. Just, <laughs> just, just it's been a tech. It's been org. Yeah, we've been just 100%. 100% efficiency, like, 100% focus, 100% enthusiasm. When you're, in, when you're a member of Chapa, when you see, a, you see a car accident, you're driving the street, you see a car accident, you know you have to stop. It's and your do responsibility. Yeah. Because no you have a power and knowledge that they don't. It's your responsibility to help the people who need your help. Yep. And they need it, people. Uh, yeah. I'm sick of all these suppressive people. Uh, and I was really grateful for the people we, right, right as we got out of uh, the airport, we're in LA, these people gave us a personality test. They said, it turns out you're, you're actually suffering from a lot of uh, unknown forces within you that you need to release. I, I didn't know that, you know, like these past 30 odd years, I didn't know how miserable I've been because of how loud my mother was when she gave birth to me. I did, should have been quiet. Should've that been was a, little a little mind quiet. blower. But man, I just... <laughs> <laughs> so oh, man, it I'm, is I'm good. looking forward to the next trillion years of happiness, man. Yeah. I'm just so yeah. like just yeah. a razor. Bam, right bam, yeah. Oh, Nothing man. we can't do together. Wait a second, though, um, uh, Felix. Why aren't you wearing our, our black V-necks? Yeah, yeah what happened? What, what's what's the matter? What the fuck are you guys talking about? What, what? We're talking about getting to the future, didn't building you, a spaceship together. Then you take to the personality the stars. Test? You didn't take the personality test, did you? This is like one of those BuzzFeed things where it's like... Uh, no! No, 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 it wasn't which BuzzFeed. Which love and hip-hop member are you? No, 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 it was not BuzzFeed. This was, no. this is religion. It was a church, and they taught us about... You it's know, an it, org. We're a member of an org They right use now. tech. You see, they use certain tech yep. to understand your strengths and weaknesses and build on them. Felix, are you saying you're not clear? Because we're all clear here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I consider myself like a pretty clear person. Uh, no, I don't, know. Uh, I don't wait, think you're wait clear. A second. Wait, wait that a doesn't wait, sound wait. like a clear person talking. Hold on a second. He's not wearing the black V-neck. I think he was smoking outside the airport when we were getting our personality test done. Suppressive wait a behavior. Suppressive just, behavior. Hold on a second. It's, I, no, it's not. This is not uh-huh. KSW. You know, I'm no. just... I was clear. I was... We got to cut ago. this out right now. Now, now it's it like out. that. Yeah. And yesterday when you are outside the hotel and you stole Valor in that Sea Org uniform, you didn't yeah, earn what those epaulets. No, 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 no. Okay, I can explain. I can explain. I didn't, I didn't get my, my check bag, and the, the only thing I could wear was my, my cousin's Sea Org. Are you a member of Sea Org or not? Sir, I, so I, you know I, that, I volunteered for the 100 million years of servitude on the Sea Org ship, but it's... Who's your auditor? I had a thetan in my knee. I blew it out. I couldn't do it. I was poor A. I respect everyone who served. I, I did well, not we're going to find out how many thetans you have. The uniform at all. we're going to do an audit right now. Who's your auditor, sir? Ah, uh, like... Uh, d- d- uh, oh, d- all right, all right. Tom Cruise? This man no, has not no. been audited. It's no. our responsibility 20? to find out exactly what fate level we're dealing with. This I, could be an all-time high one, in my opinion. I brought the tech. We're fine. Brendan, have... Brendan give, give, give Felix the tech. Hold on to these. You're going to hold these wow. cans. Just uh, hold, okay. hold one because that's, that's what's going to make Yeah, you hold the other okay. one. That's going to make the joke okay. work if you hold um, one. That's the cup. The good so cup. I've, uh, that doesn't matter. I'm now licensed to do this by the state of California. And by the way, I would like to thank the, the org that we're a member of now, a certain org, spiritual... Movement. It's a little Wait, contra- are you guys in Hezbollah now? No, no, no. 
it's a little controversial on the, that one. on the East Coast. Uh, and I'd also like to thank the org uh, that we're now members of, putting together PodFest and donating all of the proceeds to yes. one of our many high-quality rehab centers and help emergency help centers where we help people. Felix, you'll like this. Think of it like a gaming clan. There are levels, and you unlock badges. Yep. Okay. Felix is in a state of uh, pre-clear right now, and he has not been clear. They say that stuff, it's easier to get women pregnant with (laughs) pre-clear. You still have a reactive mind, and what I'm going to do right now, Felix, is take you through a process called auditing. Now, you can read about this in a really cool book called uh, Dianetics, It's in chapter three, book five of Dianetics in in a section called Auditing. So I'd like you right now, Felix, to locate an incident in your past from your childhood and return to it. And when you return to it, you reduce it. So recall a time in the past that was very hard for you. I was eight years old. I thought I had a long night of uh, Wario World, which was uh, sort of a Mario-style adventure game, except he played as Wario, and in his diminished uh, jumping ability, he had greater melee attacks, and the worlds were a little bit more whimsical, and I thought I could discover World 6, 3, part 3 of World 6 that night, which was sort of an underwater Mm. adventure. Uh, But then my mom approaches me, my mom is in my doorway. My mom is saying, we're all going to see Gosford Park. <laughs> I, I need more data here. Oh. Gosford Park, the uh, Oscar-nominated uh, Robert Altman film. I'm, I'm in the movie theater. I try to turn on my Game Boy Advance, but the screen is, is too, too light. My mom takes it away. It's all the way over in her purse, and now I could take it back, but I was... My hands are too little. My arms were too short to reach over there. I couldn't control what I was. Do- I was just. I had to watch the movie. Go, go, go! I, you know, go. Stay in this memory. What was the movie about? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Keep stay in the experience. Every time you relive it, you reduce the memory. You become less reactive. Do you remember Bob Balaban's character in that movie? He was. Go deeper, go deeper. Do you remember Clive Owen's character? Uh, he's uh, some type of cobbler or something. And there's like a class tension described, but I don't understand it because it's like 1923 England and it, it, I'm just waiting for it to end. But every time I look for a cue that I think it's going to end, there's another plot point that revolves somebody receiving a letter that I don't give a shit about. I can't that even read it. That is the plot. That is the plot. He's remembering the plot it, of the movie. You're overcoming the trauma of not amazing. even knowing what the movie was about. Well, now that we're all in Sea Org. Clearer by the day. Clearer now, by, <laughs> this clearer is by what, the day. This is what we call release charge, by the yeah. way. So um, yeah. now that we're all on the same page, I think we can start and say... Hello, we are Chapo Trap House. Right. Thank you. The newly clear Chapo Trap House. The new and improved, the, the 10 million times better Chapo Trap House. Uh, thank you, LA Podfest. Thank you, California. This is our West Coast debut. Hey, avocados much? Seriously, avocados much? And I'd like to kick things off with a bit of 
breaking showbiz news. America and all our ships at sea. Let's go to press. We are in La La Land, and uh, I'm sad to say this. I mean, this is tough, but James Woods is quitting acting. They're trying to drag James. Must protect James at all costs. Protect James Woods. What more do you want, PC thugs? You've taken everything from us. We're never going to get to see James Woods' face on a silver screen and just wonder, how does one man have that many crags? Another B-list actor just fired for truth. Yeah. (laughs) James Woods, another dime we don't get to see anymore. It's a shame. I'm reading here now from the uh, USA Today's account of this. It says, uh, Oscar-nominated actor James Woods says he's retiring from the entertainment industry. The news was included in a press release issued by Woods' real estate agent (laughs) offering (laughs) 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 offering Woods' Rhode Island lake house for sale. Alan Gammon said Friday that Woods is 70 and wants to relax. He says the actor's brother and mother recently died, and he hopes to spend more time on passions, including photography, antiquing, and Texas Hold'em poker. <laughs> Wait, is he gonna is he gonna pull a Seagal and a Depardieu and move to Russia? Is he gonna buy a sex dungeon next to Seagal? Is that the next move? What's he gonna do? I like, how, I like how they're saying he needs time to relax. I mean, if you just look at James Woods' Twitter any time of day, he's just very relaxed. <laughs> you know, I like to do the meditative exercise of suing a guy for calling me a coke addict on Twitter for three interminable years and just freaking out about no-go zones next to Safeways until my heart finally explodes in Breitbart fashion. You guys sound like triggered snowflakes to me. <laughs> I can't wait. He's going to fucking drop dead like a year after this. We're going to be like, 71-year-olds who um, have a resting heart rate of 178. <laughs> Don't just drop dead. <laughs> this is the Clinton crime family. I mean, this, this is uh, disturbing to me, though, because you have to wonder, what was the last James Woods role that we'll have as a culture? I'm trying to imagine. I don't he was shit. in I don't one of those right-wing like uh, movies where it's like the president uh, bans religion, uh, <laughs> and he's like a priest who wants to stop it, and he gets a gun, and then just like he's was back. that before or after White House Down? Because that's the last theatrical release that I was remember after. him in. That was after. What I loved about that is that he plays the bad guy in a movie that is like Obama wet dream. Jamie Foxx is the coolest version of Obama, and he's on the verge of creating world peace, but the Republicans and the military-industrial complex want to stop him. So they fund James Woods as this renegade Secret Service agent who wants to nuke Iran. It's like a cartoon of conservatism, and he's like, yeah, I'll be in this. And that only confirms the theory that every time he's in a movie, he thinks that it's really happening to him. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, he was just like, oh, I get to kill the usurper Muslim president? Yep. This is awesome. Yes, yeah. I'll do this. In, uh, in Casino, they're like, James, just let us follow you around for a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, uh, he's such a good yeah, actor. He, he, and, uh, of course, when he was Byron Dale Beckwith in Ghosts of Mississippi, <laughs> he, didn't, he was able to take a little mind trip back to the 60s. So, uh, <laughs> more <laughs> is about, it's about murder. Continue our entertainment news rundown. Uh... Uh, uh, the Tonight Show? F- folks, you heard about this one? Yeah. It's The Tonight Show? Yeah. Folks, folks, I'm just saying, look at FBI crime stats. 
<laughs> no, this, is, uh, this one happened uh, just the other night. Um, headline here from the Los Angeles Times is... Oh, you're uh, local. Local paper, yeah. No. So you know it's Wait, true. Is it one of those funny headlines? It is funny, but uh, unintentionally. <laughs> uh, headline here. Hillary Clinton gets self-esteem blast from Miley Cyrus and women of The Tonight Show. Hell yeah. This is describing... <laughs> a a self-esteem blast. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Clinton gets a self-suck from Miley Cyrus. <laughs> uh, 30, 30 ropes of self-respect. <laughs> This, uh, this is describing something that actually happened on The Tonight Show where, I don't know, I haven't, I don't, I haven't watched The Tonight Show, but apparently they have a popular segment called Thank You Letters or Thank You Notes or something. And they, they did a special edition where the, uh, the writers of The Tonight Show sat in Jimmy Fallon's seat and then literally read Hillary Clinton thank you notes that they had personally written to her to thank her for all that she's done. Uh, this, yeah, this is real. It says here, during a special election, uh, no, a special edition of Thank You Notes, the segment where Fallon sits at his desk and pens amusing misses of gratitude on various <laughs> oddball topics, a oh. handful of writers plus the pop star took to the chair to gush over the former presidential candidate. Amid handshakes and sincere messages, a few jokes were had. Thank you, Hillary, for all you've ever done for public health care, Joe Firestone wrote. Ever since the election, I've really depended on government-subsidized anti-anxiety medicine. Before, before you shit on that one, Hillary, for the last year, has raised so much awareness for rickets, scurvy. Morgellons. Yeah, Morgellons, uh, Habsburg fainting disease. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. It says, uh, Miley, uh, meanwhile, Cyrus got through about two words before choking up as she thanked Clinton for being a role model, inspiration, and voice of reason. Like Miley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could go on and on, she said, but I'd like to get right to the point. Can I give you a hug? Now, I did mm. watch a video clip of this, and Hillary is just sitting there taking all of this in, just like... Thank you, thank you so much, and just hugging all of them and loving it as these people just pour out all this gratitude for her for just existing for everything, basically. For, for losing to uh, the most deranged president, presidential <laughs> candidate that's ever run, ever. But she warned us about him. That's true. <laughs> Never before has a candidate said that the other candidate is bad. Yeah. And if you look back, you'll see that Hillary said Donald Trump was bad, which is not normally how she it's done. She called it's on the it. record. Yes. Uh, I have to say, it's very annoying, but if even one mega chud rage grandpa was watching the night show and just had a stroke <laughs> because of how pissed he got at that, yeah. then it was worth it. Yeah. 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 Well, we, we were like, talking well about, done. We were talking about this last night, and uh, obviously, like, th this grotesque spectacle was allowed to happen. Shows how much Fallon is still so shook over his fucking Trump interview. Oh, yeah. God. Where he patted so... him on the back and, like, touched he his hair and shit. He just the most abject... Oh my! Every every interview he's given about that, he sounds like uh, Felix's version of Jared Kushner. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 no. He's I in a haunted need to house. Do it. it was just I like to have a fun time. Like we thought it'd be fun if he retouched his hair. I'm sorry. Hey, Bob Carey has an easier time remembering his past. <laughs> uh, wait, uh, actually, all shows now are required to do this. 
Wait, is that the... You should. You guys didn't prepare... Wait, that thing we wrote? You you guys... You're telling me you didn't prepare thank you notes to Hillary Clinton for a night show. I I did. I did. Would you like like to share it with us, Virgil? Uh... I, okay, I got kind of confused, um, but dear Hillary, I was very good this year. I want a Nintendo <laughs> Switch with Mario and Zelda and the new Assassin's Creed for PC, and please get Felix something for Passover or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Virgil. Uh, that gotcha. was not the assignment. I did, uh, I have like my draft. Well, yeah, why don't you share it with us? Dear Hillary, Thank you for telling me it was okay to be different growing up. Uh, thank you for telling me it's okay to fall down as long as you get back up to, again and bravely face the world and tell them that you feel great. I said, uh, Hillary, you are so brave. Your grace in defeat is a model to all of us. When you came out on an election night, by yourself and addressed your, the crowd of supporters at the Javits Center who had come out to see you. It really lifted all of our spirits that you did that, that you definitely did that. The bravery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have Truly a... Truly inspiring Sorry, I, I, this one, I didn't write this now, but in the course of doing a little research uh, by the uh, Freedom of Information Act request, I, uh, I found another note that was written to Hillary Clinton thanking her from a, a donor. This is a a big donor, big supporter of her campaign. Uh, I'm just going to read here. It says, Hillary, thank you so much for all that you do. I know I've been a big donor to your campaign, and you've you've let me share my thoughts and advice, but all the money I've given you doesn't equal the support that you've shown me and my many Oscar-winning films that I produced, like Pulp Fiction, The English Patient, and Shakespeare in Love. You truly are an inspiration. That's wow. beautiful. Yeah. It's amazing yeah. she's touched so many people. It's amazing the yeah, loyalty yeah. that she inspires in people. Is, yeah. it's, really, it's really something. She's on yeah. to something there. Yeah. That's good. Just says, love HW. I don't know what that is. So, <laughs> so uh, moving on uh, from Hillary, here's, a, here's another story that uh, caught my eye this week. And Matt, this story, it sort of follows up on something I think you said on a, a recent show of ours. Uh, about you know Trump in Puerto Rico, and the, you said I think if you tried to imagine a Trump presidency like nine months ago, the outlines of it would be vaguely correct. I don't think you'd be surprised at what's happened, but at the same time, it's still unfathomable. Yeah, it's so terrible because you can think, well, what would Trump do if he was president? If you asked somebody that two years ago, they would have went, well, a bloated, gassy, horny moron would do bloated, gassy, horny moron things. He would, his tweets would be really stupid and violently offensive, and he would be incredibly inappropriate in every public thing. He'd be incredibly cavalier with the powers of his office. He'd fuck up royally all the time. He'd not get anything done. I could tell you all of that. But the specific way that it is manifested is just brain-meltingly awful. Exactly. And if we had gone, you know, if I went back in time and told myself the following, I think it wouldn't surprise me. But again, I don't, it would break my brain to hear it. If I was told Donald Trump is president and the Internet's largest pro-Donald Trump Discord chat fell apart into bitter infighting due to anime... Yeah. I would say, well, yeah, that makes sense. Those words 
combined do create a, a, an image right. of something, yeah. but yet it would be beyond my comprehension at the same yeah, time. It's like they're like this it's, exists it's when, in the world. It's when, it's when Lisa Simpson looked at the Yahoo Serious Film Festival sign and <laughs> said, I, th- "I know those words, but that doesn't make any sense." <laughs> So, uh, reading now from the story here, it says, um, Centipede Central. God, there, God, there are some amazing quotes in this Yeah, piece, that's by right. The way. Yeah, we're centipedes. <laughs> we're fucking cool. <laughs> the largest, you know, the most disgusting fucking animal on the planet. <laughs> women, women. They're the most repulsive single thing. Something that every creature on earth either wants to kill or run away from. <laughs> Human <That's> centipede <laughs> central. <laughs> women, women have often told me I have the raw sexual prowess of a centipede. Well, that's actually it's true. It is a human centipede. It's just the fucking, they eat Pepe in one end and it just gets sent through and digested and mutated until it comes out the other. <laughs> that is how Pepe is made. Yeah. Um, so it says the most uh, centipede central the most influential and active pro-Donald Trump chat room on the internet was taken over and shut down in a self-described coup last week. Think of those words, influential <laughs> chat room. <laughs> Sends shivers down the spine, doesn't it? The top, rightly rightly the, so. The top uh, 50 under 50 on Chatterbait. <laughs> Four influencers of the internet. Yeah, you know... I don't, I don't really like to make a big deal about it, but people say I'm kind of the guy to know in feeder circles. <laughs> it said this self-described coup had the effect of scattering its 16,000 members into several new chat servers and deleting roughly 6 million messages that were sent over the last year and a half. Wait, Man, so 6 means? million? You can't count that. <laughs> Come on. All the servers memes. weren't big enough. All those memes lost in time. <laughs> Like tears in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the deletion of those six million messages was the greatest loss to like human knowledge and civilization since the sacking of the library at Alexandria. True, 100%. Where's the lie? Isn't one. So he says, uh, it's a tragic shame. <laughs> They've completely ruined a great community based Brit who ran the central <laughs> centipede central discord server for the last month of its existence told me in a discord voice chat says centipede central was born out of the destruction of several other pro trump chat servers the fire rises <laughs> and became a place where members of the r/donald subreddit could have free er speech think about that the Donald oh Reddit, they, were, they wanted a little bit more leeway yeah. for, the, for their memes. So, so they were mad at the mods. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's been driving Vir- their politics. Virgil, this is a classic mod dispute. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It, it, it yeah. really is. So it says, it was a Why play- can't we make the whole forum out of the sexual harassment? <laughs> <laughs> it was a place with a strict hierarchy yeah. where... Pepe meme artists were recruited to sub-channels. Why does that phrase make sense to me? God fucking damn it! It's another childhood memory gone. Now you have Pepe meme artists. The the smell of my father's hair. I I don't know. (laughs) But Pepe meme artists or whatever the fuck, I know what that means. God damn it. (laughs) 
the meme artists were recruited, memes were workshopped, and Twitter raids and actions were organized. Oh, epic! Moral. I mean, I know, I know, we should be more concerned about like the rise of fascism in America, but this all makes it seem so, so fucking sad. stupid and dumb, so and just pathetic. so weak and. and uh, it is weak babies. Yeah. It is weak internet babies. <laughs> it's that after the Charlottesville rallies, the server increased rules policing in order to comply with Discord's terms of service following the company's crackdown on several alt-right servers. Okay, this is where it gets into the coup itself. And it says, according to the two mutineers, Americans who go by the names of Hova and Pephimus... <laughs> is one of them a Jay-Z fan? I, don't, I doubt it, but... Uh, no, he just likes those lanes on the highway for <laughs> Well, I mean, then again, Jay-Z is telling the truth about who owns all the property in New York. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's on to something, that yeah, guy. Yeah. So it says, I, uh, got, I got 99 haplogroups. <laughs> uh, Hova and Pephimus destroyed Centipede Central to wrest control from based Brit for three reasons. He was sometimes inactive. Unforgivable. He's not online enough. You gotta be online extremely. No, I see their point. I'm starting to see their point. Felix could have done a better job administering that board. Uh, I I didn't want to tell you guys, but uh, I gotta take kind of a leave of absence from the show. I have a new position somewhere. He said, uh, okay, here's where it goes. Uh, Base Brit also argued for an anime channel on Centipede Century, which some (laughs) moderators didn't want. In addition, some moderators did not want a British person running an American political server. Why didn't they want an anime channel? I'm getting to that. What the fuck? The issue with Base Brit is he's not an American. He's a crypto furry, a closeted (laughs) furry. He wanted to add anime and not safe for work channels. But mostly for us, it's because he was so inactive. Uh, uh, Excuse me, but you know who else was a furry, sir? Adolf Hitler. <laughs> call call me Jay. Call me a crypto furry one more time, <laughs> and I'll gift you in the face. <laughs> Guys, can we keep the Nazi for work stuff out of the Pepe Nazi Discord? I said uh, he would be. He's lazy. Uh, we had mod meetings to discuss changes. He wanted to add an anime channel, and other admins would constantly delete it. Base Brit told me that calling him a furry is part of their smear campaign, and he only wanted an anime channel on Centipede Central in order to sequester it away from more serious channels. (laughs) If you look at the subreddit, The Donald, there are a lot of right-winger gamers. It's a common theme of people who like anime. (laughs) Personally, I have no issue with it, he said, but this channel we had in the past for a long time, when the anime channel was deleted, it spills into other chats, and more people get angry. I said, put it in a channel and contain it. Virgil, do you think that's good mod behavior? Is that best mod standards and practices? Brit was uh, on the anime channel issue. Base Brit was in the right, even Mm. if he may have had some ulterior motives. Like he wanted this anime channel and post foury pornography so he could masturbate to it and that sort of thing. Uh, but the overall policy is sound. That having been said, he obviously didn't watch his flank here because there was a mod rebellion brewing and they were taking advantage of the fact that he was, one, not online enough, and two, in a totally different time zone. Counterpoint. <laughs> Counterpoint. All mods are... All mods are bastards. All admins are <laughs> bastards. There are no good apples because they cover for the bad mods. No gods. No, no masters. Mods, no masters. No, no admins. <laughs> 
the community was dying at a rapid rate, Pephimus said. If we, pe- if we did, what's that? Am I, is there a Pephimus in the house? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, just, did, you hear it so often that now you're just hearing people correct your pronunciations randomly. <laughs> If we didn't do anything about it, it would die. Base Brit was low energy, lazy, and apathetic about Discord. <laughs> so we, they kept that one from Trump. They kept that in the hip pocket. We just took it all from him. We've given the community new life. And then the article goes on to talk about all, all the replacements that spot, spouted up in the, uh, the, the wake of this civil war. There's a new one called The Right Server. And a popular channel is an enthusiastic investigation of the Las Vegas shooting as a false flag perpetrated by liberals. We banned a user for posting congratulations about the shooting, Hova said. As I write this, there is a heated discussion about whether or not the shooter, Stephen Paddock, was an FBI arms dealer. So So thank God they're not talking about anime. So the party line coming out of that server was, the Las Vegas shooting was a false flag and awesome. Like did you that's guys, what they're did, saying. Did anyone see the video where uh, Prison Paul, uh, Prison Planet Paul, uh, is on Alex Jones' show, and they're talking about the Vegas shooting, and he's like, yes, it's, I'm sure he's trying to spin it in some way as a real event to still be about uh, lib intolerance and stuff like that. But Alex Jones interrupts him, and he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop it there, Paul. Uh, we just got some uh, bombshell here where... This is law enforcement on the phone with me, and they say that uh, the FBI killed the man. He did not kill himself. There was Antifa garbage all over the place. <laughs> it was Antifa. This was an Antifa hit. And, and Prison Post's face is going just white as a sheet because he's, of course, you know, now part of the Alex Jones family. He probably didn't expect, because Alex Jones started to moderate himself once Trump won, probably didn't expect he'd be going back on his bullshit about false flags. So he's like, there's some things on here I can't say, which is also funny, because it's like, you just call it a giant massacre of false flag. What possibly more explosive thing could be in the text? I'm not going to say, and I will now delete this text message. And he, like, puts the phone away, and Prison Paul's like... Um, well, obviously that would be a bombshell if that were true. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I just told you it's true. We just got that. <laughs> and his face, it's like your uncle taking off his pants in the restaurant at the family reunion. <laughs> and he was just terrified. Oh, wait. Alex Jones said that they found Antifa literature yeah. in the shoot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look up the clip. It's, they uh, found the graphic novel V for Vendetta. Yeah. It's, like Laura, it's like Laurel and Hardy shit. Like yeah. Alex Jones is the big yeah. one. He's they the found an anti-flag um, album. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Imagine the, my surprise when you've gotten us into another fine mess. <laughs> yeah, 64-year-old like real estate millionaire gambling addict is like, yeah, black block, dude. I've got the documents, folks. Um, Oh, uh, that reminds me, actually. There was another really good take on uh, Stephen Paddock, courtesy of friend of the show, uh, Molly Hemingway of The Federalist. Ooh, yeah. Woo. When, when asked about woo, uh, when asked about it, she said, uh, like, you know, everyone's talking about guns and, like, mental health and, like, all these other issues. She found an incredibly novel angle to come at it. And she said, uh, the issue that's not being discussed and should is the fact that uh, Stephen Paddock was raised without a father. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. he's he was uh, it he was in. yeah. It kicked in at age. 64. He was sixty four, by the way, when he did that. <laughs> and it wasn't like his whole life had been a ruin. He was a fucking millionaire. He owned two airplanes. <laughs> yeah, but do you remember when your dad sat you down when you were a kid and was like, "Don't buy a fully automatic weapon and open fire on a crowd." <laughs> That's the most important part yeah, about those, going that's up. the most important part. That's the talk that all dads yeah. have with their son is 
son, never buy a, a weapon, modify it for near fully automatic firing rate, and shoot into a crowd. Just uh, never do uh, it. It was not modified to be fully automatic, <laughs> merely mimic it in every identical way, but it is not actually That's automatic. That's what I said, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I knew to be pedantic because I knew someone would try to correct me. Uh, 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 I just want to make it clear. Uh, the gun Steven Paddock used was a semi-automatic, fully uh, AK-47. Uh, he used clips instead of magazines. Not a magazine. Yeah. And uh, um, it was also a pistol. <laughs> As a gun expert. Well, it's pretty, it's pretty... It's a sorry state that the right is in. And some days, I definitely wish that we still had great men on, on, on the right. You know, like... like uh, I don't know. Can you think of any? Can you think of any uh, big names? Haldeman? Uh, yeah, Haldeman was good. The late actor Powers Booth. Sure. R.I.P. Probably uh, no Deadwood movie now because of that, which sucks. Uh, gonna go with uh, Ed Gein. Do we want to? <laughs> I don't know. Like the right used to be kind of honorable. It had like a leader, like a man with vision. And, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like someone who, who understood the entertainment industry yes. and how to communicate. Oh, yeah, Big yeah, yeah. Hollywood. Oh, okay. Oh, you're right. He was, a man uh, who knows that every time you take a bath, you clean the tub by pouring acid in it. Yes. Uh, the Berenstein Bears. The Berenstein Bears. And yeah. little guy I like to call Andrew Breitbart. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, we... Uh, I mean, one of the first things we did is... Uh, we visited the uh, the gutter where he died and uh, <laughs> just laid a few wreaths on the ground. We had to show respect. We tapped one know? out for the homies. Yeah. yeah. We tapped one out. I mean, yeah. like, sometimes middle-aged men just dropped out of heart attacks. It's yep. normal. I mean, look, yeah. it could happen to any one of us yep. if it's our time. Yep. But, um, no, yeah, I was thinking about this in, in relation to uh, sort of like all the... Uh, pseudo-media panic over the alt-right and the fact that these, like, emails were leaked where, like, people at Slate and Vice were being extremely chummy with Milo and the rest of these assholes. Yeah. Like, when fucking Breitbart died, the fucking blowjob his corpse got from yeah. the media, yeah. from the same people who are now terrified that, like, you know, they're coming for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, right or whatever. Well, that was the split. It was, like, that's around when the split happened because if you look at Steve Bannon's movies, actually, too, like, he was, he had on uh, neocons and, you know, like, old school kind of hard, hard, you know, foreign policy Republicans. But after, you know, Breitbart died and then the Trump stuff started to happen and the alt-right started to, to evolve. Steve Bannon has now been kind of classified as a completely different organism that the right would never, you know, we never trafficked with that kind of guy at all. But at the time, like, the, the, he was a fellow traveler. Yeah, Breitbart was kind of the, uh, the baby powder that hold the, held the entire brick together. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I was, you know, in going through it today, I, I found an article, an obituary for, for Andrew from uh, our friend Jamie Kerchick who's another guy who's like, the alt-right is terrible, they bully me online. And in this article, he literally called him the Andy Kaufman of the media. Oh, my greatest prank. Uh, I mean, I suppose cocaine he, every day and dying. <laughs> I suppose in that, like, he wasn't very funny. Uh, oh, so, sorry, too soon. Uh, no, but yeah, no, he, uh, you know, he, like, he waxed on about how uh, Andrew was so nice to him and so good. And he said that Andrew personally did, like, yeoman's work opening up the conservative movement to be okay with gay people. 
<laughs> and like his legacy is like this an o- just an open sewer of just like racism and homophobia 1000%. Yeah. yeah. He planted a bunch of little iron crosses on a hill and then the fucking they all sprouted. <laughs> yeah, and that uh in the in the fucking the the Milo emails Though. Yeah, which my theory is, I don't know, maybe this is hack at this point, but my theory is that he released those himself. Like, I, I think he, it's oh, very, yeah. Yeah, probably. it's likely, because he's been he was, out. You know what? He was through with fake friends. Fake friends, Because yeah. that article is all these mainstream media people who were all chummy with him when he was riding high, like, oh, make fun of this fat feminist. Yeah. <laughs> Epic win. Yeah. Oh, you're so naughty. You're but such he, a dangerous boy. Yeah. <laughs> but now when he got, when he was like, hey, uh, by the way, everybody, I said this a while ago, but you didn't notice, I do think it's okay to have sex with children. <laughs> yeah. And, and he kind of lo- dropped. They probably stopped talking to him. Yeah. They probably left him in the dirt. And he's like, all right, well, I get to burn you and get back in the news. Yeah, at the he hasn't been yeah, in the news. Know. And now he's back and he's talked about, and he looks better than they do in a way. Well, he still like, looks like a crushingly boring, like, try-hard dork. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's ever so difficult to deal with baked Alaska. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. a troublesome ruffian, that one. Yeah. The other funny, Send him to the problems. <laughs> the other funny bit that they had in that article was that it said that Milo's uh, email password was, like, crystal not. 420 or something like that. Yeah. It was 1290, the year that Edward expelled all the Jews from uh, England. Yes, that's right. That's right. Just for the laughs. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, it's epic. That's that good, was funny. That's a good yeah. password, though. You know, it's got numbers yeah, in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, the, the, this, sorry, your pastor didn't have any special characters, and it's just like, the Holocaust, exclamation point. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, sorry. I also remembered in that in that fucking Kerchik uh, obituary, he. Uh, I just love like he just he just lets this slip like it's totally normal. He's like, I first met Andrew when we were on a press junket together to Azerbaijan. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, just starting the regular conservative movement in Azerbaijan. Yeah. <laughs> Not just picking up the crumbs of pipeline politics. It's going straight up your fucking nose and into your heart. R.I.P. Like, again, R.I.P. R.I.P. Respect to that guy. Yeah. He hasn't been, will be missed. Um, I guess like the other funny part of that article was just how fucking dorky crushingly boring these people boring are. Boring and yeah. dorky. They, they, there was the line where they say that Milo is writing his big magnum opus on the alt-right, and he contacted all these genuine, hit, like, real right-wing, like, OG, dark enlightenment people before even the yep. alt-right was a thing. And two of them responded with saying, well, it's, a lot of, a lot, it's mostly about memes, and we do epic meme warfare, and these are all the memes we use. And somebody else just said, well, these are the formats that we use. You know, we're on YouTube or whatever. And, and uh, Moldbug sent him, like, a, just a, a list of his favorite movies and yeah. shit, too. I think one was The Dark Knight. Yes, The Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, like, check these out. It's like they're just, they're just, they're basically the same people who kill themselves to get on the Hail Bob Comet. Yeah. Like, it's the same personality type. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a dumb reason to kill yourself. The real reason to kill yourself is to wake up in the world of Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I'm eventually going to do it. <laughs> another, uh, another guy who made a cameo appearance in, in the emails was in front of the show, Sebastian Gorka. Yeah, he, yeah, was, on, he, was, in, he was in the single most painfully dorky part of the whole article. It was... An email chain with him and Bannon and the Flynn's senior and junior yeah. about how there was a fucking uh, there was a Photoshop meme of the, 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 the they were called the deplorables instead of the expendables and it had the heads of like Trump and all of his people on it and they're like oh this is so funny oh I'm looping in my dad and then 
Gorka, who is not one of the ones in the picture, goes, so jealous. <laughs> like he was jealous he wasn't in the meme. I believe I can speak to this controversy, <laughs> Mr. Chapa. I'm sorry, what? who's that? That's not coming from. Oh, my God. What? Wait, I, what is sorry, the, li- the lights are uh, free prayer. Who, who's that? I'm standing atop the only staircase I could find. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 well. There's always five wells, Mr. Chapa. <laughs> it is I, Gorka. <laughs> I'm merely here to offer the other side of the debate, which has been severely lacking in this pajama boy convention. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? Certainly. Oh, certainly indeed, she says under duress. <laughs> Chapo, frappo, bapo, wapo. <laughs> Here I am, under the chandelier of destiny. <laughs> Do you find it odd that I tracked you here to the Biltmore Hotel, Mr. Chapo? <laughs> Well, this is a, a wonderful coincidence. Wow. Yes, I speak to you collectively and as one. <laughs> <laughs> Not unlike, the, as if I were facing off against the creatures from beneath the planet of the apes who hold the trial. Yes. <laughs> we are legion, it is true. Yes, I, I w- I'm in residence at the Biltmore, I'm afraid to let you know. I just came down from Milo Yiannopoulos' very generous penthouse room. <laughs> The bathtub is full of pork blood, of course. (laughs) And we said, why not pop on down and have a nice, friendly, bloody, violent chat with Mr. Jabba? I'm I'm maintaining emotional control. Are you prepared for the debate? I, I mean... I, I'm not prepared for We have a board debate. games upstairs. <laughs> Axis and allies. With Who do a you play of as? Cunning modifications from Avalon Hill available. <laughs> Who do you play as in Axis and allies? I always play as the Germans and minor allies! I am the Colossus of the Danube. (laughs) (laughs) The wine glass is a metaphor for your neoliberal society. (laughs) Most of it shall spill, (laughs) two-thirds. And yet the strongest shall remain. Some call it the dregs. I call it the sweetest part of the vine. Does anyone know the medical procedure for swallowing small pieces of glass? (laughs) I'm afraid that your president is a cock, Mr. Chapel. I've seen it in myself with mine own three eyes. 
And to quote Sun Tzu, <laughs> the general is the pillar of the state. As he is strong, so is the state strong. As he is weak, so it shall crumble. I swear to God, this is a different mustache. <laughs> Are you impressed with what I picked up on Hollywood Boulevard, Mr. Chatler? Um, intimidated. Look, look, here's half of all alt-right Twitter profiles. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing a service, Mr. Chapo. Might I? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) The error of the recumbent pajama boy is quite over. <laughs> Real men stand! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Do you have to burn that flag now that it's touched the ground? That is the v- flag of the Vitezi Red. <laughs> it is burned nightly. <laughs> Hail the Vitezi Red! Hail Gorka! Ah! So a new world is dawning, Mr. Chapo. <laughs> a new world where Washington is not the capital, where Moscow takes a second seat, where Budapest is the axis around which the world shall orbit. And I forgot some for you as well. <laughs> Please. I guess I, I mean, now that we have this opportunity, I guess I want to ask you what's life like since leaving the White House? What have you been up to? Life since leaving the White House is like a chess game. (laughs) (laughs) Where one has resigned at the moment of victory (laughs) to throw off the opponent who has called next at the rec center. Am I playing at your level, Mr. Chapo? Or would you like to play the computer? Ah, readjustment. Pick white or black. This is a loaded question. All double entendres apply. Pick, Mr. Chapo. We'll pick white. It goes first. Yeah, it goes white. Yeah, you want white. Yeah. Very well, Mr. Chapo. We shall play our game in the penthouse. Why don't you take a dumbwaiter up to the penthouse, <laughs> Mr. Chapo? Why don't you scoot into the elevator and press the button? It doesn't seem to be there at first. <laughs> you, underneath the fire alarm, rip it out, and there is an auxiliary button that says, Gorka! <laughs> and the elevator will take you at an incredible pace to the top floor of the fire! <laughs> I've always wanted to do this. The game is afoot, Mr. Chapo! (laughs) Is is this a challenge to us? This challenge is to any among you who is tired of his own insouciance. (laughs) (laughs) Who grows weary at his own passivity. Who wishes for a moment to pull out the phallus of the PC culture. And replace it with the phallus of combat! <laughs> Do you dare, Mr. Chapo, to take on the dragon of Budapest? I, 
it sounds like you're talking about the mystery of chess boxing. <laughs> Something all more frightful. The dragon of Budapest itself. What? For I have what? prophesied that it shall rise. Oh, my God. And indeed. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No. 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 Before the dragon of Budapest. <laughs> Mr. Clark. an emergency goatee underneath all Gorka operatives. You know what? As decreed in the Moonraker convention of 1971. You know what? I haven't done this, but Gorka, I'm going to bend the knee to you right now. You can bend the knee! <laughs> oh, I'm no, bend the knee, Mr. Tapo! The horseshoe theory proven true! <laughs> I, I pledge my sword I shall, I shall meet you, you in a man's gambit of chess. En <laughs> passant applies. If you wish to, we can play uh, until resign, or you have to play until all the pieces somebody's checkmated. <laughs> and, I, and look, if anybody's into some blow, then perhaps we can open up a box of Stratego. That, sound, that sounds great. Uh, I mean, well, great. I'm yeah. glad that we've come to a, some sort of uh, peaceful resolution here. I'll yeah. sit here on the knife edge of the chair. Brendan, is this guy bothering you? I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't feel comfortable. Are actually. you white knighting, Mr. Chapper? <laughs> I'll have you know that I am harassing everyone around me within a 10 foot radius at all times. <laughs> I mean, all right. I mean, do you have any like capo positions open? Who position? Uh, capo positions. Ah, yes. If you mean to be my Sancho Panza, yeah. <laughs> sir. What is your ideology? Pure. Ah, I just got cleared today. That's true. Yeah, that's true. We did that before. I did do that. Is your blood less than one sixteenth Hebrew? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, Kind of the exact opposite. I mean, okay. He, he, well, the then there's other very... ways. We just might have to take you for a transfusion or something. <laughs> his his yes, anti-Semitism levels are off the chart, though. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. super anti-Semitic. That's true. To make yeah, up for I'm, it. Highly. Yeah. So I've heard your critics. Why don't you join the natural allies you have, Mr. Chapo? I'm right in the penthouse. Hop on the service cart and wheel around like Slimer and come meet me at the penthouse. <laughs> We're in the bimbo, for Christ's sakes. There have been proms here with white supremacists every year in May. <laughs> this is more fun than having it in the holster. <laughs> Look at it. The ancient blood of the Vitezi Rend. The cycle of Hungarian fascism. From defeat to rising again to defeat again for a thousand years! I just want to make clear if Gorka kills me with that sword, don't make my death into some political sword regulation. Yeah, yeah thing. no, come on. Oh, I assure you, it will be an inside job. <laughs> the doors have been locked, Mr. Chapper. <laughs> Virgil, if he tries to kill you with the sword, I will tell you a day before. Why would you know? It's like 9-11. I just, you know, I'm like a heavy Certain intuition. people have certain forward knowledge of certain major terror attacks. It's like listening to a panel of half-filled condoms. <laughs> discussing what it was that better men did to them. <laughs> you are all shames upon your families. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, yes. I don't feel... Uh, no, where's the lie? Yeah. I, I honestly don't feel good that we're bending the knee. and He's sitting... He almost sat down next to us. I think we should continue the enemy-enemy relationship. I don't want to bring Gork into the show. I would... I, I'm, uh, I'm happy to... There is no way to unbend the knee except to beat me at chess, which is impossible because I cheat. I've, <laughs> I've got an idea. Sebastian, did you drop that? What? Did you drop that? I dropped everything. Glass everywhere. Anyone barefoot is fucked. No, that. Take a, get that. Take a look at it. What? This electrical? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's smart. Well, I take wow. care of that. Good work. Dude, I, That's a pretty cool sword. We should hold on to that thing. Dude, we learned a lot from Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> Checkmate, Mr. Gorka. Do you want to hold it up? Like yeah. Trying... Yeah. By there the power go. of Gorka, I say to you, Los Angeles Podfest and Chapo Trap House listeners, <laughs> I pledge myself to you. I bend my knee to all of you and to the West Coast. Podfest, uh, Sebastian Gorka, James Adomi. Why did no one do a Tinkerbell clap for me to come back? <laughs> I want to thank uh, LA Podfest, Dave Anthony, James Domian, Brendan, Felix, Matt, Virgil, and I'm Will Menneker. Thank you thank guys you. for coming thank out. You for Cheers. Cheers. Millennium Bitcoin Hotel. Millennium Biltmore.